Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. What's goody, Hot Breath the Verse? Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I am your host, comedian Joel Byers, and every month we do a $100 joke contest for people in our comedy writing masterclass. The winner gets 100 bucks and an interview on this podcast. The challenge is you get a new theme and you have to write a new 90-second set based on that theme. And then we do a live stream finale on our YouTube channel, which if you're not subscribed, do subscribe there. And our winner today is a first-time participant, and he already hit $100. What a return on investment. And welcome, your August $100 joke contest winner. It is the one and only Jerry Kroll, everyone. We love our pets. And any animal is a pet to someone. You know, we have dogs and cats. Some people have mice as pets. Other people have snakes as pets. Which means that when you go into the pet store, all the cute mice, they're in the pet's aisle. All the ugly mice, they're in the food aisle. Nah. My neighbor runs a doggy day spa. And those dogs look ridiculous in the white terry cloth robes. And you should see them trying to get the dogs to keep the cucumber slices on their eyes. Who am I kidding? We spoil our cat, Lord Whiskers. You know, my wife bought five cat trees to find the right one. And it isn't just the right one for the cat. It's the right one that goes with the room. So we spent another $4,000 redecorating the room around the cat tree. Another $700 on cat toys. You know, the news said that People spent $110 billion on their pets last year. I think half of that was on my visa with Chewy.com. Yeah. We took a three-day vacation. Chewy.com filed a missing persons report on us. I gotta go. It's um, Lord Whiskers Lobster Pate time. Give it up for Jerry. What's goody, Jerry? Not much, man. This is going to cost me more than a hundred bucks based on all those people who popped in the poll there. <laughs> yeah. Especially your friend, Pete. He seemed like he's going to hold you to it. You know, actually he's the one who should have been on here. Oh, is Pete funny? Pete's a funny guy. Got to get him on stage. Well, you're funny as well. Congrats on winning, Jerry. Thank you, sir. And your, your sister-in-law's in here. She said, uh, congratulations to my brother-in-law, Tammy. So. Oh, wow. Her name's Tammy. Yep, that, you, I believe I remember her from the wedding, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, said, he said, I was like, wait, do you know, is this uh, an ex-in-law? Cool. No. So, Jerry, congratulations, man. I'm so, I'm so excited and proud of you. Please, take us through here. Um, I want to get into how you wrote this set, but also to give the uh, Hot Breath of Earth a little background on your comedy experience, how you got to where you are to become world famous now. Well, I tell you. The hot breath verse. I mean, it's the universe, right? That's right. Yeah. I guess it started all in the fallopian tube. I was swimming along. Um, 
We're going to get demonetized now. We said fallopian yeah, tube. I'm a comedian and I start with a fallopian tube joke. Um, no, I don't know. I've always kind of been this way. Uh, you know, fifth grade had to write stories and I would always write funny stories, read them in a weird voice, that kind of thing. Uh, 16 years old in high school, uh, was in a show choir and my first solo was doing comedy because that's how good of a singer I was. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was, I tell you, being 16 years old and we had a fairly big high school and that, that show choir, they, they were kind of a big thing, just like, you know, Joel Byers. And, uh, first time, yes. First time I'm doing a show, it's like 800 or a thousand people. Oh, I'm 16. I've never done any kind of stand up. But you get that many people laughing, yeah, you're, you're hooked. You're hooked for sure. So did you so just jump into stand up? Like what? It you know, I after after that series of shows that we did, I only waited about thirty years before I got back on stage. <laughs> um, but I did Second City in Chicago when I was a little bit older. Uh, some people there started to do stand up, and I did the writing program when they first started it. So some of these. Uh, guys who were doing stand-up would send me stuff. They knew me from the writing program, say, Hey, can you help me with this stuff? So I was punching up, helping people punch up stand-up and they kept saying, you got to get on stage. You got to get on stage. And I really waited. I, I would pop in at open mics for my job. I travel all over. So I'd pop in open mics, to, you know, tell a funny story or something, but I didn't actually really pursue it until about a year ago. I took a class, moved to Phoenix from Chicago and I took a class at a comedy club. And, you know, at the end of it, you do your showcase spot. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got booked for a show, doing a showcase spot in a clean comedy show, got paid for that. He booked me again a couple months later, and it's like, I, I got to get more material. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. It is funny, you know, it, it, it's been great. I Writing sketch, writing stand-up, and then my, my friends and my family are hilarious. So, basically, I can just bounce stuff off them. So when, how long ago did you start? What year was it that you like started stand up like consistently? Really? Just last year. Last year. Okay. I, I was doing stuff. I was helping a lot of other comedians. Uh, they, they would send me stuff and I would punch it up. But me actually getting on stage was just last year. Just last year? Well, very nice, Jerry. Yeah. The writing shows too is very funny. Um, how did you, the, the, so the theme is pets. So like, how, what did you, what did you do? Like, where do you start now that you know the theme and then, yep. yeah. How did you finalize it into this like winning set? The first thing I, I'm more of a free writer right off the bat. So I come up with something and because I've been doing this so long, I actually just start by typing and I type into a format. So, you know, I've got set up, set up, punch. I, I, Right as I'm writing, I decide what I think is a setup, what I think is a punch, what I think is a tag. And then I just start going back through and editing and saying, okay, am I starting out with too many setup lines? Do I have too many setup lines? Is this really funny? Run it by my wife. She tells me nothing is funny. So then, you know. I, <laughs> That's I, what you know, it's a keeper. Back. Yeah, yeah. I tear it up and go back. I mean, there's, there's nobody to bring you down, you know, like a family, especially. Yeah. We need it. She's she won't even listen to this right now. Hilarious. That, that's what when um when uh 
When Sandy won last month, I think her husband went for a walk. He was just like, yeah. just, hey. <laughs> She's like, why do you always sound so mad? When you get on stage, you sound mad. And you act. You're too hammy. I'm like, I'm new. Give me, give me time. You'll get there. Yeah, you'll get there, buddy. No doubt. So you, yeah. you start out free writing. You basically just right. get a bunch of ideas out on the page. And then you start to edit them into like yep. joke format, I guess. Yep. Yep. Basically joke format. I mean, my first version started out with, uh, and I researched, this is uh, Americans spent 110 billions on their pets last year. Cancer research, research was 7.4 billion, 7.4 billion for curing cancer compared to 110 billion for squeaky toys. Ah, not really, not really a joke, more of a, Hey, look, look at this ridiculous difference. But I like the American spent 110 billion and that ended up turning into the whole thing about chewy.com. Yeah. And, you know, so where you, you know, you talk about it in the course where you save a line, at least one part of it, and then you can build a whole different joke off of it. So yeah. I do a lot of that. This was, uh, according to my paper, this was three versions, technically four, because when I recorded it, it was 10 seconds too long. So I had to dump a couple lines. Yeah. And it's interesting. You said um, you pivoted, you changed the punchline to make it more personal. And that's what ended up working. Like at first yeah. it was like a clever observation. And then you're like, all right, how can I make it uniquely me and make it about my life? And that's the one you ended up keeping. Right. And it ended up being basically the closing joke, which yep. everybody's the, the life. And I loved how it built too, because you start with 110 billion. So, okay, set it up there that people spent a lot of money. Half of it was on my visa card. Okay, there's joke number one. And then uh, going on a vacation and they filed a missing person's report. And it's like, oh, that, that's the one that really landed. So. How many jokes do you think you wrote to get to this 90 seconds? Like you said, this was three drafts, at least of the final set, but how much did you have to write to get there? They're probably, if I would have read them all out and you know, none of them, not all of them being good, they're probably were 30 or 40. And then you just start throwing them up. But the great thing is, is again, because I write using the computer, I've got all those other ones. I've got every version saved. I say, you know, they'll, I've got 14, 15 versions of bits. And when I'm thinking of something new, it's like, oh, wait, that old joke that I threw out of that one, I got to find that and I can bring it back in. Yeah, I know that George Carlin was known to like, he would categorize folders on his computer based on topics so he could quickly reference them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a comedy nerd like that. So I just, I diving into hot breath and all the, interviews and everything. I love listening and, and hearing about these guys and how they write. And, you know, Bill Burr basically goes on stage and just does it. Yeah. I never do that. Never do that. Uh, Brian Regan, one of my favorites, everything is scripted out. And I, I love, you can watch him. And I, when I talk to people, you know, who ask me about, well, how do you write comedy? And, you know, are you just up there making it up? And it's like, no, I said, watch Brian Regan, something that he did 20 years ago. And when he does his encores, people ask to do stuff. He does it almost word for word, facial expression, same thing. And and it still works. Yeah. So, Even if you heard it, that's when you know it's a good joke. If like you've heard it 10 times and you still laugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Well, if people want to come see you do a show or they want to follow you or whatnot, like what? What can you promote here, Jerry? What do you, anything people follow you or whatnot? Right now, I moved into a house about a month ago. So that picture just went up yesterday. 
<laughs> for the just in case you won, you're like, let me put up some art. And my wife, my wife was like, what do you think? What what are you? Do you want to put? Yeah, okay. Hey. But now the hundred dollars, yeah, that's more cat toys. I'm sure we'll frame that. Yeah, oh, that'll go to the Chewy. That'll all go to Chewy. Hilarious. Um, yeah, if people wanna wanna reach out to me, uh, Jerry underscore Krull K R U L L on Twitter. Uh, I've got a LinkedIn one just for the comedy. Look at the one that's comedy because I have a separate one for real business. Uh, yeah, and Facebook. The people in the group, if they wanna reach out to me on Facebook. Perfect. Yeah. And I will link that in the, um, I'm just writing those down. I'll link that in the show notes for yep. you as well for people. Yeah. I mean, we're all about comics helping comics. So if you hear this, go shout out Jerry, go reach out to him and let him know how cool this was to hear him on the show. Cause this, I just love this first time participant and you knocked it out of the park fam. I'm excited for you. Thanks. Applause, applause. <laughs> Well, Jerry, congratulations, my friend. Thank you, and, sir. And um, we're going to land this plane. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do some planting. I have more gardening to do. I know in Arizona, you definitely don't. I was just out there like two weeks ago. And there's and I missed that. You were 20 minutes away from me. Uh, my son got married. And so the day you flew in and your first show was or maybe you know Thursday, I flew out. And then I came back on the Sunday. But, uh, yeah, JP's. I've I've done the open mic there a couple of times. And that Thursday night, did you stay at all for any of that? Um, no, because I went to see Miss Pat. Miss Pat was oh. in town, so I went. Yeah, I went to see her. But I would have otherwise, though. First time I did that, he did it as a contest. It went until one in the morning. There were forty <laughs> to fifty people. I was like number fourteen, and luckily I had taken the next day off work, so I stuck around. Oh. oh. Gosh, the people don't get any more sober. Uh, yeah, as the night goes for on. Sure. And if it, if people are out that late drinking on a Sunday, they they're hiding from something. And in Arizona, they're on witness protection for sure. Right. people are just right. hiding. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you, you get some of those guys at the end. I don't even think they realize that they're there anymore. One guy did a drug bit that I swear it was just really him asking for drugs. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious but dude i mean that's part of the the comedy grind that people don't see and that's part of people who do start who maybe think they're above um especially starting out it's that's all par for the course in comedy we've all been through that yeah 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 did you like sharing the bathroom with the uh everybody else the green room back there yeah it was great yeah yeah yeah. it was cool yeah (laughs) Whatever you're getting ready to go on, or maybe you just you know you're waiting for your second show and you got everybody coming in, you know, say, like, hey, this is not the time to talk. You know? Yeah, I was just selling merch. I was just out there. I was selling like toilet paper. That was my merch for the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was very fun. JP was a great club, and uh, it's great. It's what's cool about your story as well is you said forty or fifty people. I mean, like the scene in Arizona. I was out there. I did a local comics podcast as well. Like I got, I got a good sense of the scene. There's a great scene out there in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. They're they're doing a lot of comedy all around. I mean, I did it. Uh, I didn't do it. The thing at JP's. I did one in uh, Glendale, a place called Stir Crazy. Mm, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of. I, and what's great is all these comedians that I reach out to on Twitter, like Dennis Regan, Josh Sneed. I've met a lot of these guys and have talked with them, and they're really nice people. I'm sure you are too, Joel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so far so good right yeah 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 so 
you know, they, they've been really kind, you know, take pictures and stuff. And a lot of the dry bar people come through here. And but there's so many places that are doing comedy. Um, if you can't find time, you know, state some stage time, then you're just not trying. Boom. Bars. <laughs> Bars. Well, Jerry Kroll, man, it's so great to uh, officially speak to you in person, virtually ish. And uh, <laughs> congratulations, man. I'm excited for you. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, have a good day out there, buddy. All right. You too. Bye, y'all. All right. Wait, wait. Oh, my gosh. I'm lost. All right, everyone. That was it. Go forth with the old days, my friends. If you would like to hear yourself on the podcast, perhaps next month, all you got to do is join our Comedy Writing Masterclass where you get access to the class and free entry into this contest every month to win 100 bucks and be on the show. I love you all so much. And now until next Monday, right here on Hot Bread. Hot Bread.
This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.